Never back down, never what? Never give up. Never back down, never what? Never give up. Let's go. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome into Out of Rhythm Fantasy Sports. We're back again with another college spotlight. Um, we got uh, Jacob Cowling from Arizona Wildcats on the stage today. Um, yeah, it's been a little, just a minute or so. Oh, We're just, oh, yeah, oh. It's just been a minute. We have just been all kinds of just stuff going on. Um, I've been working. Eli's been working. So, I mean, we've been taking a bunch of notes and getting stuff ready, prepped up for the next couple of guys on our list to get done. We have a few other things we kind of will be actually kind of talking about the senior bowl as well, too. So stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, make sure you guys join our discord. The link will be in the description below. Make sure you join all of our um, audio platforms, Spotify, Google and um Apple, I think, yeah, which which one of those, whatever all I just said. Make sure you follow all those. All those things will be in the description below too as well. So but yeah, how's it going? Uh well kind of been uh dying since about yesterday. Woke up yesterday, scratchy throat. <laughs> um got through my got through my route and then uh as you can tell, yeah, I'm playing hurt today, but you know we're we're gonna we're gonna get uh, Jacob Cowing in, do a little spotlight on him. Uh, I'm kind of putting the scroll at the bottom, some of the results from the Shrine Bowl and Senior Bowl. We might do a later stream uh, re as regards to those two games. Maybe combine them and kind of give our thoughts, and maybe do you know I love to do my little top five lists, and my little top five graphics, and Jamie likes to give a synopsis of of the game. So we might do, end up doing that. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of give you guys, a, you know, who whose stock is rising, who's falling fr from that. But, you know, we're going to focus on uh, Jacob Cowing. And like he was saying, we, we got a couple couple more uh, players coming up. Uh, so we'll get we'll get to that when we do. You know, I, I, I can't predict when I'm going to be sick. Uh, I, and then <laughs> when I got back Friday night, uh, you know, I get back late from my, my route, my other my other job and my truck wouldn't start. You know, uh, so I was like, shit. So I ended up taking a work truck or a work van to get, you know, around the last couple of days. Uh, ended up being my distributor and my rotor. So my distributor cap. So I ended up replacing those and boom, you know, charge the battery up and I'm good to go. So I'm back on the road. So and and so are we. So we we hope to, you know, maybe, maybe get. Yeah, I know. Shocking. Uh, I know. We'll right. Get some content up as long as I don't die. Yeah. As long as I. Uh, <laughs> squeeze me <laughs> as long as i don't die we'll, we'll try to get uh, yeah try to get like la Knight says yeah uh we'll try to get at least one more college spotlight you know up to you guys within the next you know probably the next few days honestly because i think yeah i think we're we're rearing to go we haven't done this in a, in a minute so i think i think me and jamie are ready to ready to get rolling on some of these some of these uh you know receivers and skill position guys yeah yeah we um we have, i also want to chat out real quick to the guys to all of our uh, sub or all, all of our guys that are on YouTube, I put up a community post there on who you guys want to see next. And there was there was there was at least about a good twenty some odd uh, votes on uh, Ricky Persall from the Gators. So we will have him in the works for you guys. Ricky well. Persall. So oh, oh, oh. Yep. 
<laughs> so we appreciate all the votes. We heard we put it out there. We heard you guys. So stay tuned. I will be in the working progress of getting all of his stuff together for you. And hopefully we'll have that out soon as well. So uh, make sure you stay tuned to our Discord. So the link will be in the description. So so you know when uh, that video will be posted. So I suppose shall we Ch shall we get into a, a little bit of a jacob cowing it's coming it's coming is it coming let's get yeah going. i think we should uh yeah. roll, please get it get it yeah <laughs> All right. uh so arizona dude arizona's had some skill position guys that have hit I mean, they really, I mean, uh, you know, the most famous probably Rob, Rob Gronkowski. Anybody heard of him? Uh, so they, you know, they've had some weapons what? in the past. Uh, this guy is an underrated. Um, he's an underrated weapon. I, I think in, at the next level, uh, hence why we're doing this prospect spotlight here. I think this guy's going to hit uh, Jacob Cowing. And I'll just start off first because sometimes I wait until the middle of, of my rant before I get into the comp. I, he reminds me a lot of Khalil Shakur. And I'll explain why, you know, in a, in a few uh, few minutes here. But uh, I would say based and – and I base this off of a couple different things. It's not just like, oh, he he looks like him on the field. Uh, you know, similar size. Uh, Khalil Shakur is about an inch taller and weighs a little bit more. But, I mean, in the NFL, he'll uh, – Cowing will pack on an extra 10, 15 pounds. Everybody does. So, I'm not worried about that. Uh, you know, they, they're both uh, bad blockers. Both got, you know, the drops sometimes. Both have bad hands at times. Uh, both are very versatile. So, uh, I would say that's, and, and the, you know, Khalil Shakur had over 600 yards this past season, you know, with Josh Allen slinging the ball. So I think, you know, by the, by either rookie year or second year, I think, I think, uh, Jacob Cowing will be at that level. And, you know, when it comes to the NFL, I, I think he could definitely be over a 600 yard receiver very, very quickly. Um, draft. Uh, draft buzz. That's kind of the place we've been going to. We, I used to use, um, PFF and James horse in the past, but now, uh, you know, I, I, I like draft buzz cause they do a bunch of different players from a bunch of different size schools. They've got players from the past. Like that's how I, excuse me. That's how I found the, uh, the draft prospect, uh, profile from two years ago from Khalil Shakur, you know, and, and, and these guys are very similar in that aspect too. Um, you know, cowing, West Coast guy, you know, went to a smaller school, UTEP, before he transferred. Uh, Khalil Shakur, Boise State. So, yeah, these guys have a lot in common. So, uh, I'll kind of close up on that point. Uh, but, yeah, draft buzz, ranking number 99 overall. Uh, he's the 21st receiver. So, it be about a third-round pick, maybe early fourth-round pick, somewhere in there. So, him and, him and Shakur are going to be very similar. You know, probably – you know, early third day picks, possibly end of the second day, depends on on what he does at the combine. Uh, you know, he could have helped his stock had he played in the Senior Bowl, but uh, uh, Cowing ended up, you know, missing that on on Saturday, so didn't end up playing in that. Uh, mentioned his size a little bit earlier. He's a senior, uh, runs a four four forty time for, and and there's some blazing receivers. There's some guys that run four three or, you know, four three fours. So four four, that's not bad. That's that's not a bad time at all. Uh, his stats from past year, uh, 2023, kind of down in terms of the average. Uh, you know, only had 848 yards, a little over nine yards a catch, 
He did catch 90 balls, but the the major uh, step that he made was 13 touchdowns. Uh, you know, and that, that catches our attention. You know, when we when we first did the spotlight on Malik Neighbors, what, what caught our attention was all the touchdowns. I think, I think Malik had about what 15, 17, something like that. Oh yeah, I think you scored a bit. And I think he froze. Oh, snap. Crackle pop. Well, oh, this is not good at all. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll just get wait just a couple minutes here just in case. I am not sure what happened there, unfortunately. We have a few technical difficulties. I know I know he uh Eli's has a, a few computer issues every now and then, and hopefully his computer isn't acting up. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he bounced out here, probably just having some issues. I think he'll be back here in just a moment. But, yeah, just to kind of um, kind of just um, reiterate on uh, you know, Jacob Callian, I've I looked into him a little bit, too, as well, and I actually have... I know Eli has Kahal Shakir as one of his comps, and I actually have, I have somebody else, I that he kind of represents, to my liking. That he almost seems to be very, almost very similar, but very differently in you know play style and whatnot. So I just once once Eli kind of gets back here, I'll just kind of hold off in my comp, you know. So hey, look, he's back. He's back again. It, it's coming. Me, me and I just saw Jamie uh, a couple days ago. Uh, as you guys know, we live in different cities, but I'm up. I'm up where he's at for work a uh, couple days a week. So uh, me and Jamie were talking about that. I gotta get a tower. If anybody, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna do any stupid Kickstarter or anything. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beg for money here. You know, but if anybody wants to donate a tower and a, and a screen, let me know because this this laptop is is the drizzling shits. It really is. My connect, I can't even, I can't even go directly in, you know, for my modem. So, so if, if any guys are wondering, why is this guy always cut out? Why is this guy always? Because that's why my inner, it's not wrong with the internet. The computer is shit. It's garbage. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I was, I was going, I was going crazy with Jacob Cowing there for for a minute. I kind of, I'll, I'll review what I said because I don't know when I when I cut out. I'm guessing it was probably two minutes ago or so. Um, yeah, yeah. He, uh, Cleo Shakur was the comp. Um, you know, he's probably going to be a late third, late third, early fourth round pick somewhere in there. Runs a four forty. Uh, I, th I think that his twenty twenty two was actually probably a better statistical year. Although he had six less touchdowns, um, he could have helped himself in the Senior Bowl. Didn't play there and a lot of guys you know a lot of guys missed it and like i said we're going to get into that in the future i won't give too much away from the game but uh yeah, yeah. uh he could he could have helped himself a lot because there were a lot of big names missing and he could have he could have popped and there was some there was a few good quarterbacks playing that could have slung him the ball for sure uh in terms of i mentioned this earlier when i was doing the comp with Khalil Kerr, um needs to work on his blocking his blocking's terrible um he he gets the case of the drop sometimes has trouble getting off the line of scrimmage sometimes, but he, like I said, he he's versatile. He's got he's got some speed to him, so he he's very much in line of like kind of these like scat. I don't think he'd work. I don't think he'd work with the 49ers. 
you know, their receivers, you know, Debo and Ayuk and Kittle, a lot of those guys, they, they, they do a ton of blocking place yeah. like San Fran, but you know, the, the, I, I think with, I, I, I bring up Kalush Kerr, but you know, Demario Douglas, um, uh, Jaden Reed. I mean, that might be a, you know, that Jaden Reed might be the next Packer thousand yard stud receiver next year. So, um, <clears throat> we'll wait and see on that. But Jaden Reed was, was a comp that draft buzz gave Marvin Mims from Denver. So a couple, couple other guys too. Uh, but yeah, definitely if, he, if he's going to make it the next level, uh, got to work on his blocking the hands. You can't, I don't know what you can do about that. I mean, you're, it is what it is. It's just basically, basically get this, get the ball to this guy in space. Cause he's versatile. Yeah, yeah. He can be a slot guy. I think he can be a deep threat. I think he's, I, I think you can pretty much put him anywhere. That's why like, I look at like Demario Douglas, you know, cause that's to me, that's like a very, you know, it's, he was drafted in third round versatile, same thing. And you can put him in the slot. He can he can do deep stuff. So, um, I, I, yeah, just get 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 the ball to the guy in space. He's not going to be quite my man, Chris Olave, but you know, close, close. We'll see what see what Jay's got to say about this. Sorry for cutting out. You shouldn't have to apologize ah. for this damn laptop all the time. Ah, there we go. There we go. I was trying trying to get our mic set up ah. here just right, ah. but uh, yeah, we're good. <laughs> So yeah, I I it's I think it's just kind of nice when we kind of recap. You know, I like putting information out there, so you guys know. So so you guys know what we're talking about. You're like, oh okay, you know. I mean, it just makes it just simplifies everything, and it kind of gets everybody in tune. You know. So I mean, Jacob Cowan, he's he's actually been in a you know a college college for at least five years now. You know, he he started his his career out with UTEP, transferred to you know um, Arizona. As you can kind of tell, he had a. This guy is actually a, it, it doesn't, you know, he's like a hundred yard monster over here. I mean, if you look at it, you know, his, when he first got it with UTEP, you know, a couple hundred yard games in 2020, in 2020, you know, he had four of them, 2021, he had eight when he transferred, you know, it dipped a little bit, but it'd be, you know, his last, in his last, his previous last two years, he had a thousand yards, you know, so this, this year, I mean, he didn't quite hit you know, a thousand some odd yards, but, you know, I'm sure with some other talents that they had at Arizona, you know, it, that kind of dipped a little bit because they actually have, you know, another guy from Arizona, which, you know, I can't remember his, the running back name offhand, but he was, he was there too as well. And I think his name was, I have to take a gander here real quick. Sorry, guys. I was looking at, I have to look at my notes here real quick. <laughs> Dang it. Well, it's probably not on my notes here, but I know it was another kid from Arizona, Arizona that was actually um, there too as well. Um, I thought he was entering the draft, but maybe not. But either way, this kind of gives you a good, uh, gives gives us all a good idea. And I do have a comp for, for um, him as well. But overall, his fantasy outlook here, you know, I, I know jo how Jonah Coleman. Jonah Jonah Coleman Coleman. Is the... I thought there was another one too as well. There was another guy from Arizona. Jonah Coleman, maybe yeah, was... he was their he was their feature back. Yeah, they, maybe there's there maybe there was a back uh, or the okay, second running back too. There were they they had there was a guy from Arizona too as well. Um, I got, they had another one too as well from Arizona. That no, kinda... you're thinking you're thinking of the receiver McMillan. Maybe. Oh, that Mc, yeah, McMillan yeah, was yeah. their leading receiver. 
And then, and then Cowling was like their second, was like their second leading receiver. Yep. Gotcha. I have, I have him somewhere in our, in in my notes somewhere too, as well. (laughs) But either way, I know if some of you guys don't play college fantasy football, this is like, this, this is my, um, I kind of dug into his fantasy, you know, outlook. Played 13 games. You know, you can see 180, you know, 800 some odd yards. He only averaged about maybe 9.4. No, it was actually more. I probably messed that up. Sorry, guys. His, his average is probably a little bit more than 9.4, you know, through his whole, you know, this through this whole season. But he had 13 touchdowns. Had a couple of rushing attempts in there. Just, you know, not too many. But um, fantasy point-wise, 251 fantasy points in a PPR setting. So you can kind of give a small outlook of what he could maybe maybe do in the NFL if he had the opportunity to. I mean, he could probably be a good number two somewhere if he lands in in the perfect spot. It all comes down to landing spots too. And once that does happen, you know, stay tuned for our summer editions of all the divisional breakdowns. We'll be covering. So we'll be talking about Jacob Kahn. if he does land somewhere. We'll be, we'll be, we will be talking about him this summer. So stay tuned for that. So you should uh, subscribe to our channel. So if you want to know more about Jacob Cowan and our overall thoughts where he might be landing, which team, so stay tuned and you know jump in the jump in our Discord too as well. Um, so let's let's just kind of well, look at his over. I was gonna say uh, before he gets into, before he gets into the fantasy points there, I, I was gonna say uh, with his weight quick. Uh, it's it's fluctuate it's fluctuated too. That's that's another thing. Like if people are like, oh well he. So he, it's anywhere between like 170, 175. He did, he was at 165 when he first got like to UTEP, yeah, you know, yeah. a few years ago. So he has been putting on a little bit of weight. So I, I think he will, NFL, I think he will get up to, you know, 185 ish. So he'll put on the 10 pounds when he gets in the league, which will help too. Yeah. That, that, that'll help yeah, with, with, you know, getting off the line of scrimmage, I would, I would assume. Yeah, but pretty much once we get to like once the you know NFL combine happens, then we'll know like okay, well his guy is this much. This is his, you know. So you know when you see all these different sites, you're kind of like, well, one might this say this, one might say that. So it all kind of varies, honestly. But this is his fantasy outlook when he for the Pac-12, you know, 200 yard games this year. Um, you know, it was fifth and fifth in the the that division, fourth with the 13 touchdowns. So I just like kind of breaking it down a little bit. You know, that's just the way it's kind of like, well, how did he stand out in his own conference and whatnot? You know, was he an impact player for that team? And, you know, it's, he was just from the looks of it, it's, you know, he was a go-to guy for Arizona, you know, because they had Clayton Toon down there. He was tossing him the ball and whatnot, you know? So, I mean, Clayton Toon was one of his favorite wide you know, receivers, I'm sure before they had McMillan down there. Um, but, you know, pretty much, you know, a top 15 guy in the, you know, the Pac-12 division, which is not bad. And then he actually had four touchdowns in week six when they played USC. So that that was a high one of his probably his highlighted games there when he when they went back and a lot of people were looking back at that game. Because at that time, I believe USC was ranked when they did play them, if I remember correctly. Um, and then they in the Alamo Bowl, he played, he had a 100-yard game in that game there. And then, you know, pretty much, you know, 11 out of 14 games, you know, you, you can kind of say he averaged about, you know, almost 50 yards per game without having like a few hundred yard games in there. So you kind of get an idea of, you know, okay, well, what we can expect 
you know, maybe fantasy wise. Okay, well, you know, he could be a, a wide receiver three for us going down the road. But, you know, it's kind of like, well, may, maybe 50 yards, maybe a touchdown this week or that week. You know, maybe he'll have a 100-yard game in, in a different week, you know. So these are just kind of things that I would kind of take a look at and kind of put my perspective on, you know what I mean? So Pac-12 conference, you know, they had Roma Dunze. I thought I heard Clayton Toon. But I was like, isn't that the? <laughs> yes, Clayton Toon actually was. He played I was like, in Arizona. I was like, <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say he played. He played yeah. that, that trash. That trash game he had for the Cardinals. Yeah, that trash game he had for the Cardinals this year. I'm like, yeah, he he looked like he looked like a college quarterback. Yeah, he looked like a damn yeah. college quarterback. Yeah, it was it, it was funny. Yeah, um, but you know. This was just kind of an outlook, you know, Jacob Cowling, he had, you know, he had guys that, you know, Rome, he was playing up against Roma Dunsey, you know, Troy Franklin, Tez Johnson from Oregon. So, you know, and his other teammate, you know, McMillan too was there as well. So you can kind of give or take, you know, I mean, he, he finished, you know, pretty much finished top five in that, in that category, in the Pac-12 conference anyways. So, all right, let's go into my, so nationally kind of the, you know, overall, Rome, McNeighbors, you know, a lot of these guys, as you can see, you know, on the graphic here, a lot of these guys got the draft logo next to him. So, you know, a lot of these guys will be who he's up against, you know, going into the draft this year. So, I mean, yeah, as we can all see, it's like, well, okay, he's, he will be, you know, maybe a third round guy and could be a late, late flyer for us guys in Dynasty or Redraft too, as well. Um, but I do kind of, I think that was kind of, it kind of that all kind of just fantasy outlook there but i know you were kind of saying um i'll give you my comp after i kind of kind of get into what i thought i i mean for me he's kind of like a deep threat just kind of overall he, he can go deep he can actually do some of the like intermediate catches too as well i mean i mean i know you said he kind of not doesn't have great hands but i i, I was kind of seeing something a little bit differently i mean he's the player I'm going to comp to, you're going to be like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> I know from what I was seeing, you know, I didn't see any, you know, I didn't kind of get into like some of the drop stuff or anything like that, how many ball drops or my, how many targets he had, you know. And if anybody knows, I like to find a resource that shows a lot of these college guys' targets. Because what I, what from what I've been trying to find, I haven't been find, been able to find how many targets is each person gets. So if anybody knows, please comment down below, please. I appreciate that. Um, but far, far as that, you know, like his feet, his route running, you know, is, is not bad, but it can be worked on a lot. You know, it can be, you know, worked on a little bit more when he gets to the NFL, into an NFL team, but his foot, his foot skills is not bad, but when he does catch a ball, he can make defenders miss pretty easily. Um, he can make, it's kind of like those intermediate catches where he can, you know, pretty much kind of do it almost a slant, but, you know, kind of do an outrun. Where he where he can kind of catch some of these balls is, and he's actually good, at, you know, on the on the run catches. You know, I was kind of when Clayton Toon was there, you know, with some of the catches he was making, kind of like slant on the run style kind of catches. I mean, he was blowing defenders away, making people miss. Um, just these little short dump offs, you know, just kind of like what you know some of these you know running backs would get these little short dump offs and whatnot. You know, so so I mean, kind of similar to what you would think. You know, almost kind of like a running back, but he's not a running back. He's a wide receiver. Um, but he's got the ability to, you know, his, you know, pretty much yak yards, you know, at, you know, 
after the catch. I mean, he's he's got that capabilities to him from what I you know, from what I saw, which is a good thing for us because we want all the yards we can can get in fantasy football, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so you, but, but those are the. What's that? You got it. So. I was gonna say you kind of, you kind of have him more in the the Jordan Addison category. Then I don't think he'll be as yeah. as good on the next level. But you kind of you kind of have him more as like a Jordan Addison versus I I have more of a kind of a scat slot guy that can you know for, kind of versatile. So I mean yeah, I I think that's a nice range though. You know if you it, you know maybe high end he is Jordan Addison. I mean that's asking a lot. Jordan Addison's a stud, <laughs> and then maybe maybe low end like yeah like more you know, Khalil Shakur or some guy, you know, maybe a 500 to 700 yard receiver in the NFL. So it's like, that's a nice spectrum. Just kind of hear yeah. me talk, talk there. I, that's kind of what I vibe I was getting. Yeah. So when you hear my comp, you'd be like, Oh, now that makes sense. But yeah, it just, it's kind of like his, you know, he's kind of get those little dump offs and stuff like that. You know I mean? It's, you know, I wasn't really thinking Jordan acid, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, could be pretty damn close to that. Um, but yeah, just kind of just seeing what I saw, you know, with the foot skills and, you know, just being being able to be a deep threat kind of intermediate is not a bad thing at all. But my comp to Jacob Cowing is actually Tank Dell. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So I'm like, I, I was sitting there and I was just like, just watching like, you know, Arizona is kind of more a reputable team. You kind of hear about them a little bit more, but, you know, it's kind of like Houston's kind of a smaller team. You don't hear about them all too much unless somebody really pops out. And I'm like, like, dude, this guy looks super, you know, it's like almost similar playing style. And Tank Dell came to mind. And I actually went back and actually looked at some Tank Dell, you know, highlights. And I'm like, they're almost similar they were using that you know especially get down to the red zone you know these little short dump offs you know kind of cut in and touchdowns and kind of these little toss to you know kind of in out he's in and out routes kind of toward at the end zone for the red zone anyways tank Dell was doing the same damn things when they got down to the red zone same exact plays so i'm like dude these are almost they're, they're almost similar but you know county just an inch taller than him so if you Look, think about this. Cowan has been in, he's been there for five years. Tank Dell was only in there for like three. So Cowan put up four, so his total career, he put up 4,477 yards, 33 touchdowns. Tank Dell, he put up 31 or 3,155 yards, 32 touchdowns. So if you look at their, you know, their, their fantasy outlook or career wise, very similar. They had just Cowan had one more touchdown than him, played one more year. I mean, if Cowan didn't play one more year, these guys would have the exact same profile. Cowan only Cowan had thirteen hundred more yards than Dell, played one more year. So very similar, very similar. That's my. And you and your and your camera froze too. <laughs> um, of course it did. I, no, yeah. I try to, and that, Jamie tries to do it from the college fantasy perspective because he does he does the fin, uh, college fantasy and PPR and and so you get kind of get like both sides of it. 
I'm I, my my end of it is more of opinion and in like who I think you know because I'm I'm worried about the, you know my my main I guess my main thing is like the next level like where if, if this guy ends up um, like Pittsburgh you know he's a better he's a better version of Calvin Austin to me you know so, or so you know some guy like yeah. that he he could fit that kind of a role be a really good number th- you know it depends on if Deontay Johnson leaves or not like if he went to Pittsburgh he could be there a really good number three there um, Minnesota. I, I know he, he very similar to Jordan Addison, but you know, you know, maybe, maybe they can make use of him there. Cause that's been re- reported that the Vikings are interested in him. Yeah. Uh, and if I were to put in a third team, if I were to put in a third team, Dallas, I think, yeah, I think Cowboy, you know, cause Brandon cooks has been up there in years, you know, Brandon cooks oh, yeah. is kind of, yeah. you know, and I know CD works out of the, works out of the slot sometimes too. Uh, so I think I think you can find some some use there. I, I think he'd be better than Turpin and any of these other trash guys you guys have as your fourth fifth receiver. I think you could definitely yeah. step into you know. And Cowboys are gonna have to you know they're probably gonna have to re up Dak. They're probably gonna have to uh, sign a few you know Micah Parsons for sure. So they're gonna have to they're yeah. have to shell out some bucks. They got to get some cheap labor. So I, I think if you were to ask me, gun to my head, uh, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Dallas would be three three good landing spots for uh, Jacob Cowing. But I'm I'm glad Jamie puts the puts the, the, the statistics up there for the, you know, because 20 years ago, it would have been different with college statistics. It would have been, um, you know, they didn't translate as much, but now with the transfer, you know, like, okay, a guy had 1500 yards at a smaller school or 1500 yards at a, at a power five that might not translate in the NFL. Maybe he'll be a 300 yard out of the league and three year guy, but that it's a very similar, they're very similar games now with the, with, with the way college and, and NFL, they're very, you know, like PB and J now versus, you know, what, what they use oil and water like they used to be. So these are, these are comparable stuff. I mean, uh, Jacob Cowing could step in. Uh, like I said, that's asking a lot to, to have him score 13 touchdowns in the NFL. He scores 13 touchdowns in the NFL as a receiver. He'll be, a, he'll be at least a pro bowl level guy. I mean, so, uh, but we, you know, we, we gave you a couple, give you, I get, you know, uh, I gave you a couple, Jay gave you a couple, like, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm guessing his rookie year, um, and we'll get like he was. Jay was saying at the beginning of the stream, we'll get into that more in the summertime when we officially have a team for Jacob Cowing, and you know we get a combine uh, number like he's okay officially measured in it. You know maybe he's shorter than we thought. Maybe he's five ten, 176 pounds or something. <clears throat> so we'll, we'll we'll see for sure. Um, but I, I I think uh, I think he's a free agent. If if I were to guess. For your redraft or your dynasty league, um, I don't think he's going to be drafted. And and he just like Tank Dell, there were a lot of twelve team leagues that Tank Dell was not taken. I guarantee it that Tank Dell, and that's a good. I, I hadn't even thought of Tank Dell. That was a good comp that that Jay put out there. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of Tank Dell. Yeah, Tank Dell was you know, and a lot of people look stupid because they didn't jump. And and he Tank Dell popped in the preseason. He gave everybody the the, the indications. Hey, I'm going to be a stud. I'm going to be a stud number two receiver and nobody listens. So Jacob Cowling, it, it'll be, you know, we're just giving our, you know, February 4th opinion of this as to like, <clears throat> I mean, we'll see what he does in the preseason. You know, if he's a fourth round pick by the Steelers, you know, maybe he's, maybe he beats out, maybe they release Deontay Johnson and maybe he, him and Pickens are the two starting receivers day one, just like Nico Collins and, and Tank Dell with Houston. So we, we don't know. So, uh, but I, if I were to guess right now, if you're more in dynasty redraft, he won't be drafted. So, you know, keep an eye out. 
I think in Dynasty, he will be drafted, I think. In Dynasty, for sure. If people are paying attention, in Dynasty, yes. Redraft, probably not so much. The people that are not really dedicated all too much, probably not. They probably even heard of this guy. They probably won't even hear this guy until he's like, I drafted. They'll be like, oh, who's this guy? And it'll be like, us guys, we already covered him. We kind of already know his skill sets and whatnot, you know? So us and Dynasty will be like, well, dude, you know, you know, hell, I might even draft the guy, you know, wherever he lands. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm kind of liking the tank Val tank Dell vibe. So, Hey, that's just me though. But, uh, I think that, uh, yeah, is there auction, anything else you want if to... an auction, you know, I... go ahead. I was going to say an auction league for sure. You know, he comes up and he's, you know, if he's in an auction league, Jay, and he's like a buck, you sign me up. Yeah, absolutely. I would take him. That's just, I'm I'm going off the average person that doesn't. I'm going off the average person that doesn't know, know who the hell Jacob Cowing is. Doesn't know that he's yep. a 13 touchdown receiver from Arizona. That he had a great year with UTEP in 2021. And a lot of the and and one more point. A lot of these smaller school guys wouldn't have been get. You know, they would have been late round. You know, undrafted free agents 10 years ago. But because of the transfer portal, which which we love, we're both in favor of it. It's been nothing but great for college football. A guy like this, who you know, let's say he's an early fourth round pick, <laughs> he wouldn't have been drafted ten years ago. He would have been, he would have had to work his way up on you know onto a practice squad, onto a team, and it would have been you wouldn't have had him possibly starting by week ten of of his first season, right? You would never, because um, yep. you know small you, you who the hell UTEP? I was looking this up, Jay. UTEP, I don't think they've ever had a double digit winning season. I'm being serious. Oh. I think their most wins ever. It's like they've been around since the 1930s. I think UTEP is, I think, eight or nine wins is their all time. And so the fact that this guy, and in the old days, he would have stayed at UTEP for four or five years. He would have had to. He'd been like, okay, well, if I go to somewhere else, I'm, maybe I don't play. Uh, love the fact that he went to Arizona, tore it up for two years, was the 19th rated, you know, fantasy receiver in college, you know, in the FBS level last year, uh, you know, we saw, you know, he, he was, he was toe to toe with, with these big, you know, Roma Dunze first round pick yeah. Troy Franklin, yeah. what probably, you know, late second round pick, you know, so yeah, um, even his own teammate McMillan, I mean, that <clears throat> these are some heavy hitters. He was, you know, he was standing right next to, and, and he didn't drop off at all. So um, that was just my final thoughts. I, I, I know I was kind of scattered brain on some of this stuff. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> sick. My internet cut out. So cut me, cut me some slack. Um, yes. Yeah, I gave you three teams. I gave you three comps. You know, I, I gave you Khalil Shakur, Demario Douglas, and then Jay brought up Tank Dell. We'll go with that. Uh, Jordan Addison. Yes. I guess uh, Jordan Addison, Demario Douglas, and Khalil Shakur would have been my three comps. So, so we gave you three comps. I gave you three teams. Uh, so you're, yeah. If, at this point, nobody's got any excuses on on uh, Jacob Cowling. It's like if you don't know about him. Go watch some of his highlights, and 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 J two. Um, I was gonna say, uh, it, it was, unless you're religiously watching watching Pac twelve football, most people are just gonna see the highlights. And and so I was, and I and I did a, you know, I'm not saying Jay didn't research, you know, Jay did a lot of research, but like where I saw the drops at, it, it's it's the targets, and 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 he was saying that too. Like, uh, they do a terrible job in college football putting their, you know, because you're looking at their stat charts or their game logs, and you never see targets on any of these college guys. You know, because we just see, oh, he had nine catches, 170 yards, two touchdowns. Looks like a great game, right? Well, what if he was tar targeted 17 times? And what if he had four drops? You know what I mean? 
Like, yeah, yeah. That's not, that's not a very good. That's not a very good day. <clears throat> so. Yeah. No. No. So I mean, and, and, and that's in fairness to anybody. In fairness to anybody that. In fairness to anybody looking that up, like, yeah, they are college football is terrible about putting out the the target and targets were, you know, that's kind of in the fantasy community. Targets have kind of taken off the last probably five years or so. Like targets is a five, yeah. 10 years. Targets is a major thing. That's where we, we base a lot of our stuff off of how much is this guy targeted for, you know, projections and, and what's his value going to be four weeks from now, six weeks from now, a season from now, you know, it's not enough. My little rant. I think I need a Kleenex. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's about right. Because I mean, I like to because I was looking like, well, because our next guy coming up, you know, Javon Baker, and I'm like, because he has a little bit different story, and I'm like, well, and I was actually had a, you know, glad I kind of keep some old, you know, college magazines around and try to like pinpoint what, well, why is he doing this or that, and uh, so it's just some of those things. I'm like, okay, well, I like to know how many dang targets this guy's getting. But, you know, trying to me trying to search around, trying to find some of that stuff is kind of like, eh, I'm sure there's some premium sites that might have some of that stuff. But, you know, I don't, you know, I like to try to find stuff that's readily available quickly while we do a lot of this stuff so I can get my own opinionated on, okay, well, this guy might be this or this or that. So, but um, yeah, we're kind of running out of time here too as well. So we don't want to kind of keep the, we want to keep these kind of short and crisp to the, to the point. So, but Stay tuned, everybody. We will be kind of getting into our next couple guys here. Well, uh, Javon Baker and then uh, Ricky from Florida will be getting into, the, yeah. into him as well. And then we'll have our recap on Shrine Bowl and the, uh, <laughs> and the Senior Bowl as well. So stay tuned for all that. Make sure you guys are in our Discord. Uh, I'll be share, you know, I'll share some of that stuff in there as well when we when that stuff does get posted. And make sure you subscribe and like to our videos. And uh, yeah, that's the only way you'll find out about our content. I appreciate everybody that's um, been subscribing to our channel too, as well. We appreciate all the views that we've been getting here lately. So we want to make sure you know everybody is happy, pleased, and yeah, we want to we want to work for you guys. So let us know too, as well. You know, so make sure. But yeah, make sure you join our. Um, make sure you follow our audio stuff on um, Apple, Spotify, and Google Play too, as well. There's other you know out, smaller outset, uh, outlets out there that you know I've been. Yeah, and stuff, and but... uh, for for next time, <clears throat> try not to be try not to be sick. Right. <laughs> New computer. Anybody? Uh, anybody? Right. Help. <laughs> and Help. he has and he, and he's froze again. <laughs> and he's back Help. again. All right, guys. Doctor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> Oh, all right, guys. Done. It. Well, we we we'll catch you guys next time here. <laughs> so from from out of rhythm, I'm Jamie. That's Eli. Well, we'll catch you guys next time on our Javon Baker, Ricky Persall, Pearsall, and um our Senior Bowl and all that content coming around the corner too as well. So stay tuned for that next time, guys, and we'll catch you guys later. I'm Jamie. That's Eli. We're out of here.